You're listening to the Man Chat Podcast, a show with two men talking about recent events and the effect they could have on men's mental health. This is Sean and Huggy, your hosts. Welcome to Man Chat. We are back for episode two. Um, they, they said it wouldn't happen, Cal. And here we are for episode two. Who would have thought it, eh? And today we are going to be talking through drinking. So as always, we like to start off with a topic that is relevant to the news. This comes off the back of a bank holiday weekend, to be honest with you, isn't it, Cal? Not much uh, creativity by the pair of us here. But, um, Not much happened this weekend, mate, for me. It comes on to, yes, bank holidays synonymous with the British drinking, pubs are reopening, pictures are circling of people sat outside with umbrellas, with coats. Um, let's be honest, sitting outside in three degrees trying to sip on a pint isn't really worth it, I think, um, no. on there. But we thought we would use that today to talk through drinking, whether it's good or bad, and when is drinking too much, um, and when do you need to sort of check in with yourself. Huggy is here as always, um, so welcome Ooh. back, Huggy. Um, Cheers, mate. Thank you. Who's an experienced pintman, aren't you? Uh, I'm, I'm fair weathered. <laughs> fair weathered. Like. Not just yeah. in looks. Um, <laughs> Cheeky shit. <laughs> so we'll kick off with that one. Um, so yes, Callum, I think with drinking, let's go. We'll do a similar to what we did last week, good or bad. Um, as our overall, are we going to say that drinking is good or bad? And let's start maybe with the good side of drinking. Um, so I'll throw this over to you. What do you think are the good sides of a couple of bevs with your mates? Just think it's letting your hair down, isn't it? You know, whatever reason, yeah. what you're drinking for, whether it's a reunion, you haven't seen the boys in a while. So like next month when you and a few of the boys we lived with at uni come up to visit, it'd be nice sort of getting back together, having a bit of reunion and having a few pints. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you're watching sport, but if you listen to last week's drinking too well, much yeah. sport can lead to negative behaviour. Um we managed I, to I think our two podcasts together here. Look at that. Some would say yeah, we're experienced. It does make us look professional, doesn't it? It kind of makes it sound like we half know what we're talking about. Uh, <laughs> it's all a ploy. Um, but no, I, I think like like last week about sport, I think in moderation, it's good for the soul, good for the head, uh, and good for the body. But mm-hmm. it's just when it's taken, it's just taken that step too far. Mm-hmm. I think people maybe drink to a certain extent that is when it turns into sort of a negative feeling or a negative aspect of life. Yeah. Um, and you can understand why people maybe don't drink because they sort of lose control of what their their normal domain is. Yeah. Um, but I think the good side of it, when in moderation, you can't beat it, can you? That Like going out with your mates going out with the missus, going out with the mister, like you have that first sip of the pint when you're out and just oh. that warm, fuzzy feeling oh. comes all over you. A sunny day like, yes. as well. You're in that pub yeah. garden, you know, you sat there, you've got nowhere to go and nowhere to yeah. be. And that's the, the best thing, just sat there on that picnic bench. Like you say, with yeah. the right company, I think a, a pint is unbelievable. Yeah, agreed. I just think you can't beat it. Um, and... I don't know. I think, well, obviously I drink, so it's difficult to say. I'm, I'm not a, I'm not an abstainer, but yeah, um, I can't think of anything else. I just can't imagine sitting in a pub or sitting somewhere, say in a park with some mates, 
not drinking and having sort of the same laughs because I feel like once people have had a couple of bevs and they've got a little bit of fuzziness, yep, sort of fuzziness. Guards come down. <laughs> what a great word, fuzziness. Fuzziness. Uh, people's guards come down a little bit and maybe like they relax and everyone just opens up a little bit and it just becomes a little bit more fun. Um, it's definitely yeah. a good way to get to know people, isn't it? A few beers. Um, oh god yeah you think the-, like, the amount of times like mate uni first social for the rugby we had to all rock up with eight cans uh, mm. and i was obviously going uni a bit older so mm. billy big bollocks here thought i'll take a crate of 16 i think it was or a crate of 14 or something yeah got got to the back of the bus uh with all the older boys wow older but younger boys yeah um <laughs> ollie corbett who was i think like the sponsorship sec or something was like, cool, you're brave, bringing all those. And I thought, oh, well, it's good just for breaking the ice yep. with lads, thinking there'll be some that haven't brought any. He was like, no, you're going to drink all of those. <laughs> Jesus. Just, yeah. So, 16 can count. No, God, no. I don't think it was. It might have been 12. It was probably two. Um, <laughs> yeah. A couple uh, of two, zero alcohol so- softies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God, those weren't a thing back in 2014. Those, they were. Those, uh, there's freely zero alcohol don't don't even get me started (laughs) we can save it up for another podcast another day yeah yeah Yeah, i think social we're i'm I'm with you on that one i think to the point of yeah there's nothing better than seeing a few mates um i was actually having this conversation with a a colleague of mine jazz the other day um i say colleague he's actually my manager so i've under i've underplayed him there just, yeah, he's just a mate or yeah, overplayed mate. yourself <laughs> <laughs> overplayed my ranking in my company but yeah we were saying it's it's amazing how many events or things there are that when you think of things to do on a weekend or on the week um mm. we're like oh let's do that how many things beer is actually involved in or or drinks um especially in london right i think they try and do any activity and they just pair it with alcohol. So there's crazy golf, yeah. which is beer heavy. There's, I mean, there's even axe throwing, which is, which involves drinks yeah, as well, which, is, yeah. which you sort of think is a, um, a little bit, a little bit dodgy. Um, but yeah, I think to touch on your point. So you, so you say it's good in moderation. Um, I mean, my, I myself have many times gone over the moderate limit of alcohol. Um, and I think really? it's, to, to be clear here, I don't think we're talking about the moderate limit being the recommended daily. Um, no. What is it? The weekly units, which is about seven, seven pints or something, is it? Or maybe less than that. I don't know. I always, yeah. Whenever someone asks me that, like if you go into doctors or hospital or something, they're like, how many units a week do you drink? I think, I don't know. But also okay. they'll go weeks when I don't drink and then there'll be a weekend when I go out. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, try and exactly. split this up across the last couple of weeks. So, I, yeah, I think it's definitely talking about moderation, I suppose, as, as us young people do moderation um, these days, which is those drinks on the weekend. Um, mm. But, yeah, I mean, have you have you had yourself had any experience of, I suppose, bad experiences with drinking? Um, or how do you spot the signs of when you're not being moderate? Oh, God, I can, I can tell you before I even go out, like, on certain events so if it's like a rugby social if it's going out with friends like whatever you know you're going to go over mm-hmm. your comfort zone you know you're going to push those limits um yeah. but i suppose it's one of those that when you're 15 16 and you start taking a bottle of white lightning to the park with your mates 
They all waited outside. Not, not sure it's, is it still White Lightning? It might be uh, I don't know, Frosty probably, Jacks has actually oh, given a bit of a rebrand. If anyone's a Frosty Jacks fan, I'm not sure how they no. made enough money to rebrand. It must be off of all the students. <laughs> drinking, yeah, yeah. students and underages. <laughs> but when you hang up, you hang around outside one stop for somebody to walk past, you'd be like, "Excuse <laughs> me, can you buy my beer, please?" Um, but you sort of learn your limit at that young age, don't you? Because mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I'm, my limit's not changed. I'm still two pints and I'm gone. But no, I think you learn your limit at quite a young age, which is part of growing up, as bad as it is. But mm-hmm. it is. You like speak to anyone. They probably nine times out of ten, they probably went to a local park or field with their mates, 16 mm-hmm. years old. Like we were getting served in pubs at 15 in the little really? village. Where, yeah, when I got where I grew up. There's only a limited, limited amount of us that could get served. Mm-hmm. The rest of them would just hide at the back of the pub and we would go up and do their orders. Yeah, but you learn you learn your limit then, and then I think throughout your adolescence, by your early early adult life, you then know where you can push that boundary, and then I think yep. you also know what group of friends you can be with to maybe uh, what would you say like exert those limits because you've got some friends that you'd be able to trust. Yeah, <laughs> if you got a little bit white girl wasted. Uh, and then there'll be some that you just think then there's no way they're getting me home. Yeah. Um, I think Tom Wilson's one of those that loves to push his limits, and I don't know if I'd trust him to get to get me home. <laughs> live by the sword, die by the sword. Exactly. Goes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But, but at the end of the day, he's a big lad, and he can get himself yes. home. So he knows his yeah. limit, and he pushes it. But he knows how to get himself home. And if he doesn't, he's always around someone that can. Yeah, exactly. So, so I think it, it's there. It's just for people that maybe can't control themselves when they get to that limit mm-hmm. or they don't have somebody that they can have assistance with or can sort of rely on to get them home. That's when it then just starts getting dangerous and a little bit silly. But everyone probably has a reason maybe for pushing it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. You know, might be people are escaping and might be that people are you know using that as an excuse to do certain things no definitely i think um i think that's something i can relate with with the maybe the escaping thing um but i've certainly found throughout my certainly the past few years that um i think drinking has definitely was a a trigger i suppose that if i'm drinking too much then then there's something going on that i am do i mean escaping from um it was you know going out on a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, having five or six pints each night, um, which for me, I, I hold my hands up now, is, is a lot for, for me, um, which is not, not a lot for, for someone like yourself. Um, but yeah, having five or six pints a night, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then going on a big weekend, um, you know, like you say, with your mates, where you can push the limits because you're out, you're having fun. Um, it's part of what you're doing with your friends. Is, yeah. is for me, they're, they're sort of signs. You know, if I'm midweek drinking, and there's no reason to be celebrating, really. Um, that means there's something that I'm, I'm sort of running away from or there's something in my life that I need to address. So for me, I've managed to find the that as a trigger, the, to your point of, of escaping. And I think, mm. personally, I think that's when it can become bad, you know, when you're drinking because you're trying to escape something um, yeah. rather than celebrate or enjoy the company of your friends. Um, or, you know, we all need to let off steam, I think, as lads. You just want to get down and have an absolute ripper of a night. I know I am buzzing for the yeah. uh, 
for our reunion in, in June yeah. because it's been far yeah. too long. Um, but I think there are definite things where, you know, I've noticed particularly um, as I've, well, I said, grown up, I suppose just lived a bit longer um, where, where I've noticed. You know, six points haven't killed you off yet. <laughs> exactly. Um, where I've noticed that um, that side of, of drinking can be quite bad. And I think let's go into the bad side of it because I think we've covered that social, the, uh, not the social, the good side of it. You know, we've covered that good side of it being social, your friends. It's a great activity in a way to, to do with people if kept in moderation. And yeah. and I think to your point, if it's not in moderation, it's, it's got to be a reason. Hopefully it's a good reason to, to continue. But I think, yeah, let's go into the bad side of alcohol. And, and the, hell, the hangovers. <laughs> the hangovers. They don't get easier, do they? I think we had hey, a... Um, Wait until you yeah. get to 32, they'll last about three days. <laughs> <laughs> I always yeah. thought people were taking the piss when I was younger. Now yeah. you wait until you get into your 30s. Yeah. Fucking hell. We went out we went out last week. Uh I was feeling it for about three days after. Oh, wow. I was dry. I was dreadful. Yeah. 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 So the hangovers is one, is one thing. Yeah. Um, and that's also something I've become more conscious of. I'm like, is this event worth the hangover? Because it's it's a whole day. Um, and for us at work. Monday to Friday, if you're hungover on your Sunday, you know, I've had literally a one day weekend on that one. So yes, I'm with you on the hangovers. Um, I used to be yeah. terrible for hangovers um, because I'm only little and I lived in yeah. the house with nine rugby boys or well, seven rugby boys all above six foot, which I have to add because I'm under six foot and all massive lads that could drink a lot. So I was always suffering um, with hangovers. So yeah, that's one bad thing. Anything else? Um, it's got to be the money side of it as well, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. Like for you in London, yeah, it, mu- it must be difficult. Not like once you've paid everything else, going out for drinks. Like you said, if you go out for work drinks on a Wednesday night or a third, because Thursday is a big night, isn't it in London? Thursday, yeah, def- definitely at some companies. Um, Thursday, so you, Thursday is huge. You go out on a Thursday night, easily probably blow 50, 60 quid. Then you're going out on a Friday night and a Saturday night. Before you know, you're spending 150, 200 pound plus over a weekend not yeah. to mention the 1500 quid on rent probably for a little box room in london like it's got to be difficult yeah so i think that's got to be it and then with that come sort of those um socially sort of those social bubbles which are going to be difficult to keep up with because mm. nobody has the same sort of financial um background nobody has no financial worries or if they do they're not going to worry about their mates that do have the financial worries yeah so then when does it become a case of you're only going out and drinking because you want to keep up with your mates mm. and that was or the question you... we had last week as well there's another link in it wow if you haven't listened to the last podcast you're gonna to have to now because we've, yeah. we've had two links in there exactly um so that's got to be difficult that's, that's mm-hmm. not a good thing if you're only drinking because i don't know your colleagues are going out maybe yeah and you don't want to miss out on that sort of work environment. And also what happens when sort of, because it happens a couple of times if I'm in London for work and it's, oh, we'll have the last meeting in the pub. Mm. You go to the pub for the last meeting, they have a drink or two. You're having a drink or two. I don't know about you, but once I've had one or two, I'm thinking I'll have another It's very hard to get (laughs) to stop at one or two. Yeah. So then, yeah, it's that case of you, I think it's difficult to say no. Mm. I find it difficult to say no. And I just think that depending on the person and the situation, 
those social constraints of being able to say no when maybe your friendship group's going out. Mm. It's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to be damaging, not only to your bank balance, but also probably to your mental health. Yeah, definitely. And I, we, we know that finance is one of the big topics um, mm. for mental struggles um, in the UK. So, you know, I do think we, I've definitely been there. You know, you wake up after that night out and you think, oh, shit. I don't yeah. I'm not going to check my bank balance um for another few days until the hangover's worn off because that's not the place I want to be in. Um no. and I also think to that point, you know, when you, you you're going out drinking or it is work drinks, for example, particularly in London where there's a load of people out um and you're out with work drinks, or even though social circles, you then sort of don't sort of takes away the freedom of what you want to do, right? Because you feel that that fear of missing out is is quite a big thing. Um, you know, you don't want to miss out on a bit of work banter or some of the office chat on Monday. Um, So then you start spending your time based on the time of other people rather than based on the time of yourself. So not are you only now hung over on the next day. So that day's written off for at least a few hours while you recover. Not only have you not now got any money to buy other things in your, in your life that you want, because you've spunked it all on John Smith's and then, uh, you know, and then the final thing is you, you're living your life and your time with other people rather than for yourself. And that I don't think is a good thing. And definitely something I have felt myself doing um, in the early stages. Um, and I also found myself spending a lot of money <laughs> drinking with people, not remembering any of the conversation anyway, because you're always drunk. Yeah. And you wake up in the morning, you're like, what was the point of that? I know no more about this person than I knew about yeah. them yesterday. Um, it's the next, it's the hangover anxiety, isn't it? Yep. Especially if you do sort of get to that level where you're a bit blackout drunk, or not even yeah. blackout drunk, but you just get drunk and you forget conversation. Yeah. Like so, and you're thinking, oh shit, what happened last night? Yeah. And then you start going through that. And say you go into the office and someone's just busy, but they're not really as chatty as they normally would be. Then that anxiety yeah. kicks in a little bit more. You think, why aren't they talking to me? I can't remember what happened last night. So then it just yes. starts building up and up and up. And then it won't be until lunchtime when they sit down and they're like, how are you doing? You're a bit drunk last night, and then they find out nothing's wrong. That you're then like, oh, fuck yeah, it now. right, okay, definitely. So yeah, I think that's. I, I can't think of anything else under the the bad, bad side. Decisions. I mean, yeah, there's the decisions, there's the financial, there's the anxiety, there's, you know, I think the ability for alcohol to creep in at every moment, and especially if you want to be a, a healthy person, that can be quite tricky to to reverse. Um, mm. Because yes, drinking every day is not good for you. And even binge drinking on every weekend, right, of, of the month isn't good for you. So there's the health implications. Um, so I suppose the, the question there for you, Huggy, is, so we, we said it's good, said it's bad, but how do you stop yourself getting to that bad state? What do you employ to stop yourself getting to the bad side of alcohol? I don't know. I, I, I don't <laughs> I don't, I don't know I can I I don't know I just drink <laughs> and then if I feel myself getting a little bit too wavy yeah I don't know the other week uh Griff and a couple of the boys are up visiting we were getting quite drunk but we knew we had another day the next day so we just started drinking yeah. water and that's a big thing is drinking water and just sort of so then yeah. you've still got the like the uh, muscle memory of taking a drink up to your mouth yeah but it's just water yeah but you ask me if i do that regularly when i drink it no because i'll just drink and drink and drink and i have unlike i don't know i think from uni you're always sick the night of aren't you 
See, I'm, oh, not, I'm sick, not after. I'm not, I'm not after. Oh, yeah. So I'm the day after. So I don't yeah. know where my limit is. Yes. Well, I do, I do know where my limit is, but I can keep going past that limit. And yeah. I'll be like, oh, fucking hell, flying on top of the world. I feel great. And then it'll <laughs> be the next morning I wake up and I'm like, oh, yeah. massive oh, regret. <laughs> and I'm just in my pit for like the day. Yep. Tesco yeah. meal deal. <laughs> Cheese and onion, cheese and onion Max Walker's crisps. Is that what you go for? Yeah, yeah, the, the Max crisps. Lucasade. Yeah, yeah, the oh. steak, Lucasade, and then like a chicken pasta pot. Oh, oh right out. Netflix on, bosh. Oh, £3. Come on, Tesco, give us a sponsorship on the back of that ringing endorsement. Huggies, <laughs> hangover food. I would be a big shit if I got sponsored by Tesco Meal Deal. <laughs> There we go. Make Cal's dreams come true. Oh, um, so well, maybe happy. that's something we can explore over the, the next few weeks. Um, what do you do? Years of this podcast is get you somewhere that you you have a sort of system that kicks in. Um, mm-hmm. For me, what do I do these days is if I don't fancy a big one, I will drink mm. bottled beer instead of pints, which is a killer in London because a bottled beer is the same price as a pint. So economically, it doesn't make sense. Oh, um but I found that to be quite a good one because you can still yeah. drink with other people. You know, I like the old nursing technique now and again, if you're, you know, I will just come for one and make that one last for a couple of hours. Um, okay, you're a Dixon. You've spent too long around I've Dixon. Turned into, turned into Dixon. <laughs> um, this is supposed to be about positive men's mental health. We can't, we can't dig Dixon out too much, but he is a shocking drinker. Um, <laughs> I do that one. I think also, I think knowing when to have those big sessions, and making sure that they aren't now every weekend. Um, so I like to sort of have one a month, which is is the one to sort of let loose. Um, no midday drinking for me, not midday, midweek. <laughs> I can't midday oh, yeah, drink. I was say, day drinking is the one. <laughs> Love day, day drinking. Day drinking is on a, on a Saturday, not on a Monday. Mate, you get battered by about two o'clock. You have dinner. Yeah. You're back in bed by 10 p.m. You wake up fresh the next day. You're like, no, exactly. It's a winner. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that's probably the main one that I've employed recently um to to just sort of make it more of a healthy is, is that moderation and in moderation i don't mean when i go out and drink i mean the amount of times i drink throughout the month is probably the better the way that works for me and i think other people will have different ways so if you've got different ways that you moderate your drinking or you know that you've got little things that you can do to stop yourself getting too bad let us know um send your comments in um, we need to create an email address i think Carl, or something so people can, can get in contact with us yes. so chuck something into us and yeah, it'd be great to hear your thoughts on drinking. Is it good or bad? I think we're we're leaning on the good side there, aren't we, Cal? But I think it's yeah, it'd be interesting sure to hear. It'd be interesting to hear from someone that isn't a drinker, because obviously yeah. we both drink. Yeah, it'd be good. To, it'd be good to understand like one why they don't drink, two mm-hmm. if they've ever drunk, and then three if they don't drink, why not? Yeah, perfect. <laughs> so that is our weekly topic wrapped up. Um, there, I think yeah, drinking. Yeah, good, but one to watch, I think, is is, is where we'll leave that one um, as a mm. summary on on that, uh, on that the drinking side. Uh, the yeah. next section we've got is Agony Uncles. Agony Uncle, here for you. This week, we've got um, an interesting situation um, that I, that's a, a mate of a mate um, that had this, this dilemma, um, so this problem. Yep. So to give you some context, it's him and his girlfriend. Um, his girlfriend has got anxiety, is, is what I know about his, his girlfriend. Um, they didn't see each other from November till the start of April. 
um, because of the lockdown. Right. Um, so they haven't seen yeah. each other for five months. Um, and apparently, yeah, so when, when they got back together for the first time, um, I think yeah. they went for a walk with her and her parents, right? which is the first time he'd seen her in, the, in a few right. months. Um, but he said things weren't quite the same, but he didn't quite know how to address it because she's got anxiety, so he wanted to be respectful of her mental health. Um, yep. I got the overall impression he wasn't enjoying the relationship but didn't quite know what to do in that situation. Um, so, yes, Cal, what would be your advice to our, our fellow male out there? So was it that... Was it that he could feel it wasn't quite right because the parents were there on the walk? Or do you reckon it's the <clears throat> yeah, relationship it's a, between him and his missus? It's, it's more the relationship side. Um, but I mm. think he f- also found it difficult that the first time they saw each other was in, in front it of the parents. parents. For a yeah, walk, of I think we can all agree it's quite an awkward situation to be yeah. in. Like the first time you see your missus after five months. <laughs> yeah. Hi. For me, I think it's difficult because if she is already anxious, what she, I'm supposed we don't know what she's anxious about, but if she's anxious and maybe, you know, she's been feeling down because of the pressures of social distancing and mm-hmm. lockdown and everything like that, or it might be to do with life in general, it's tough because you don't want to upset her even more. Yep. You want to be supportive. But at the end of the day, you've got to think of number one. Mm. And if he's not happy in the relationship and he didn't feel it was quite right when they met up after five no november to it's like six months isn't it i think yeah Yeah, yeah, like six after six months of not seeing each other like i don't know that is a telltale sign that things aren't right but it could just be that they've got to get to know each other again yeah really so yeah i think maybe try and see her again Mm -hmm. one-on-one uh Maybe start, da- maybe, start, yeah. maybe start dating again. Yeah. Like, go out for some drinks, obviously in moderation. And yes. <laughs> go out for some food. Cinemas will be open soon, I think, and stuff like that. Mm. I don't know, maybe go on a couple of dates and just see if things click back to how they were before mm-hmm. November. And if they don't, I think you've just got to have that conversation with her and just say, look, I think we've grown apart over those six months we've been apart. Mm-hmm doesn't quite feel right to me um and then just kind of had that grown-up relationship um grown-up conversation yeah no, I think just that's say, solid advice yeah because i wouldn't i wouldn't jack it i don't know how long they've been together but i wouldn't jack it in because it didn't feel right on the first time they saw each other yeah i'd maybe wait until they've had some one-on-one time maybe gone on a couple of dates again mm. got to know each other you know yeah um it's been a while like, it's gonna be tough like I couldn't imagine not seeing a girlfriend for like six months. No, definitely. Then, I think, I think sorry, that is key. You've got to take it back, haven't you, to the, yeah. you know, react to the situation you're in, right? If you obviously do like each other because yeah. you got together. Yeah, there's a reason you were together in the first place. Exactly. So it's about finding that initial starting point again, I think, and, uh, and discovering, like you said, I think dating again is a solid advice. Um, something that I think me and Monica, I didn't see her for four months. Um, mm. Luckily, when we got back, it was still, you know, still good times. Um, yeah, but definitely, good. you definitely need to find out about each other again. Um, because, yeah. yeah, video calls, texting and that, you know, lots happens in people's lives. And I think as well, lots of people are, refl- you know, reacting to the pandemic differently um, yeah. without even realising the effect that it's having. Um, you know, some people have just worked <laughs> 24 hours throughout it. 
other people haven't and are struggling with that other people have lost jobs it's security um so yeah especially if your girlfriend is anxious you need to yeah. you need to really make sure you've you've explored every nook and cranny of yeah. bringing that spark back before as you say jack it in which is such a romantic term to um <laughs> pie her off <laughs> no before you have that grown-up conversation <laughs> before you have that grown-up conversation like yeah yeah I, I think at the end of the day yes she's anxious and for whatever reason you have to be considerate of her feelings but you've also got to remember that you're the most important person yes you are uh, and, and you need you. to and you need to come first at the end of the day no pun intended um <laughs> And that, I always that might do. Help. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, you've got you do have to put yourself forward, and if you're not happy and you're not enjoying it, then you've also ultimately got to think that if you're unhappy, you're going to show that you're going to project mm. that probably over time, and she's yeah. going to pick up on that. Then she's going to get even more anxious, thinking, "Why has he changed?" Yeah. So then it's just that vicious cycle. I think there's no time limit on it. It's not like you can say, go on two more dates, see if things have changed. If not, yeah. finish things. But I would say just go on a couple, like go on a couple of dates, like spend some time together and see if things have improved. And if they haven't, then you've just got to make that decision. And if it's yeah. not for you, it's not for you. Call it. No, I think that's, there's nothing else I would add on there. So hopefully, um, hopefully that's helped you out. Um, to our fellow male, we need a word for the people that come into the agony uncles because we want to respect their privacy. Um, we need a yeah. need a term for them, so we can let them come up. Let you listeners come up with a term um, for, for what you want to be called. Send in your problems, um, and please keep sending in your problems, and we will keep doing our best to provide adequate advice that doesn't ruin your life. Uh, yeah. We forward. are not doctors. We're not we doctors. are not shrinks. We're not, we're not medically trained. Yeah, exactly. We will give you the best advice we know how from two blokes that are just finding our own way. I think we've both been been through enough that we can kind of give some advice. Either do this because it worked for me or don't do this because it didn't work (laughs) for me. Definitely don't do that. I think I can help you with the don't do that. Yeah, yes. Do not repeat what we have done. Um, I'm with you on that one. So on to the final section of today. Um, Mm. And today of the podcast on the final section of the podcast the say your day so you can pick any day from today through the last week and um, we'll yeah. go through the lows first and then on, end on a positive so everyone's happy and smiling as the podcast ends um we may even have a jingle to go out to um we'll try who knows, oh, 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 who knows? We, are, we, we are expanding we don't want to get cocky now um so yeah. yes cal i'll start with you um any lows from the past few days um, that you've had? It's pretty generic, but like everything else has been okay. So I would have to say, how shit is the weather? Mm. Like, and how much does that play a part on your days? Oh. Like working from home, yeah. at least being able to get out for a walk and do something sort of breaks yeah. your day up, becomes sort of a little bit of a haven to get away. Mm-hmm. At the moment, today we had, it was sunny, woke up this morning, sunny yeah. and anything. And all of a sudden, started hailstorming, thunder, yeah. lightning. Just as that. Okay. Oh, you've had yeah. it as well. So it's gone Just down then. From... Chaos. Ah. Yeah. So I've got to go get some pita breads. I mean, I can't get pita breads in this weather. What are you having for dinner? I've already had dinner, oh, but it's pizza. lunch tomorrow. You know, I'm an adult now. I have to plan out what I eat for the week. How sad is that? Hummus and pita? No. No, 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 no. Just some butter, chicken, and lettuce. Oh, nice, man. Yeah. Ooh. 
Um, yeah, I, I, I would say the weather because I've not been able yep. to get out as much as I normally do during the day. Yeah, And it just means that I'm just sat in my desk for long periods of time and it's just crappy. And like Amanda's back mm. in the office, so I'm just home alone with the dog. <laughs> I've got no one to talk to unless I'm in a meeting. So not, not allowed to get out. out of the house. Yeah, I can't get out of the house. And it's just like, this is just pants. Like it's yeah. just it's just, yeah, I just not enjoying the weather at the moment. And like you look at the weather and it's just in for like the next week or so. And then that just plays. It's just yeah. That I'd say that's been the downside of this week, right? Mm-hmm. Fortunately, it's only the weather, so it shows it's been quite yeah. a good week. But yes, that is the, the positive there. Part. But yeah, well, I think we did um when we did our, our man chat group at work. Uh, I, I remember we did one, I think it was the start of April when it was sunny for about four days and everyone was in there buzzing. They were like, it's sunny. So good. So the, the, the weather's a massive effect. Um, yeah. And yeah, to that point, I was planning a date with Monica on Saturday. Looked at the weather, 100% chance of rain. I thought, fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. That's everything <laughs> everything That's is shut indoors and it's all outdoor drinking or anything. So mm-hmm. um, yes, yeah, so if anyone wants to lend me an umbrella, that would be greatly um, appreciated. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think my low point this week was definitely Sunday morning um, for myself. Only I think I had about four hours sleep, which always plays a bad part. Um, but sometimes living in the flat that I live in can be quite difficult mentally. Um, and I've I've realised the the ability to keep positive about it is quite tiring sometimes. Um, so that mm. definitely got on top of me on Sunday morning. Um, but I've admitted now that I don't like where I live. It's not a problem that I can solve because <laughs> unfortunately I have near money um, to, mm. to move out and live on my own. But um, yeah. yeah, I think the, it dawned on me how draining it can be to try and be positive all the time about something because I'm quite a positive person. But yeah, about something yeah. that you really don't like deep down and you're just trying to, I suppose, put a brave face on. Um, that got to me on Sunday morning. Um, so I tried to remedy that by going to Ikea and buying a shitload of different furniture to try and make it different, which has worked, actually. I mean, it's put me nice. off. I'm not supposed to put shelves up, but hey, hey. Do you get a hot dog at the end? No. Do you get hot dogs? Yeah. I oh, mate. A hot oh. dog at the end? I mean, there was loads of plants and a self-checkout, but I don't remember seeing a hot dog. Yeah, when you, once you've paid and you leave, there's the hmm. hot dog. Oh, and that makes are, sense why they do like crispy 50, onions. Yeah, and oh. they're like, oh, I don't know if you get crispy onions on them normally, but they're like 50p. Are they? Yeah, they're I mean, so I'm in good. London, so they might not be. They're probably about six quid. They'd probably be about 50 <laughs> quid, but um, <laughs> they're 50p, I think, or 75 Oh, p. mate, I'm going to have to get back. Um, That's the joys of Ikea. Yeah, you just literally walking through this little rabbit warren of different rooms. Going, oh, yeah, okay. I, I got stuck in some sections. I was, it was like, you are now in lighting. I was like, I don't need lights. Well, hmm. God, I was in there for about 10 minutes in the lighting section. Very good. If you're in London, IKEA Greenwich, fantastic lighting section. Sure, um, <laughs> wants to be sponsored by IKEA. <laughs> oh, that'd be fantastic. I've got some lovely coasters. Um, so, yeah, that was my, my low point, I think, of the, the week. Um, but mm. admitting it and talking to people helped. Um, so, and I feel like now that I've addressed that I don't actually like it <laughs> and I've become comfortable with that, um, it, it's allowed yeah. me to be a bit freer. Um, so, onto the highs, the Heidi highs. Um, and Cal, what are your highs from this week? Bank holiday Monday. It's got to be. <laughs> oh, it was nice having a day off. But, uh, mm. Four day weeks. So, not only is it a three day weekend, yep. but a four day week. You, so you cannot you beat it. You can't beat it. So Monday, 
can't remember what I did. I think I just, I don't, don't think I did anything. Mm. But it was just nice doing that because work's really busy at the moment. So it was just nice having a day of doing nothing. Yeah. And, um, I think we just chilled pretty much. That's the key thing. Dog, I think we took a dog. I think we took a dog for a walk and just did nothing. But it was nice just doing nothing. Um, mm. And then knowing that this is a four day week. So tomorrow, I've got quite Tomorrow's a Thursday already. I know. I know. How nice is that? Well, How when nice this goes is... out, this goes out, it might be on a Sunday or something. So, ah, oh, tomorrow's Monday. Shit. <laughs> We've blown the illusion. We've blown the illusion. <laughs> We've got to say every day tomorrow's Monday, Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. <laughs> Delete as applicable. Um, but no, no, the bank holiday was nice. Um, mm-hmm. And there's another one at the end of the month. Yes, there is. And they're mm-hmm. calling for one now in September as well. Have they? Oh, is that for the ones that we lost? I don't know. Yeah, something to do with hospitality. They're asking for another one in September, which would be even bigger boost. Oh, Unreal. Um, yeah, I think that f- that three-day weekend's unbelievable. Um, mm. I'm a firm believer in the four-day work week. Um, yeah, there's some big companies that are trialling it out, and I just think yeah. it's... And I think they've seen an improvement in productivity. And yeah. to be fair, Monday to Thursday, I do work hard. Friday, may as well not be there. <laughs> Well, yeah, if my yeah, managers well, are listening, I work very hard Monday to Friday. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't. Um, yeah, I think. I don't know. Though. I feel like if I was Monday to Friday, Monday to Thursday, I'd just work harder. So I'd be more hmm. tired. But Quite nice. You know, when you get to Thursday, you're like, oh, that's a perfect Friday task. You know, you're sat Friday and you're like doing something. You're like, yeah, this is a lovely Friday afternoon task. But then does everything not just budge up a bit so thursday night beers turn into wednesday night beers <laughs> yeah. and then thursday turns into your friday when everyone's hung over and it's just kind of a bit of like that, that's a monday job yeah yeah maybe that what happens yeah. or do you think it is that everyone's a bit like flat out still you know i don't know maybe we can get a four-day weaker on and we can we can ask them about the culture mm-hmm. um, oh, and their mental week. health yeah four-day um, week. no that's a good one good bit of rest and relaxation you gotta enjoy it yeah. take it as it comes yeah. Help me um, recharge batteries, and then I got physio on Friday for my back, which is oh, good. What win? Yeah, he can't wait. Oh, mate, you're living the dream, some would say. Um, yeah, yeah. My high of the week is I'm, I'm going to go with the gym because that is definitely boosting my mood the most. Um, so I'm I I track things through a spreadsheet. I'm by no way a strength or conditioning coach. Um, who can even use Excel that well? Um, but I track it through a spreadsheet um, and I'm almost back to sort of getting close to where I was before COVID in terms of what I'm lifting, the volumes we're lifting, the exercises we're doing. Um, so that mm. feels quite good. It's absolutely battering me though. I hadn't been using the sheet for the first three weeks. I was like, I'll just go in. I'll try my best to do more weights and, and get heavier. And then yeah. as soon as I put this sheet on, I had this session the other day. It was horrible. It bank holiday Monday, actually. I was like, I've got time. I'll take my time. We did it. Um, but... Yeah, I feel very good from it. Very good to be back, um, back at those weights because for me, three months without the gym was a killer. Um, yeah. felt like felt like I'd lost everything. So just appreciating that high that I had from that gym session. What were you doing? Walking around with your laptop? When? In the gym with your spreadsheet. Yes, yes, I do take my laptop with me, Cal. I take a full on, a full on PC into the gym, set it up in the corner, go across and unlock it, yeah. and jump on every time. No, I keep it on my notes, actually, and then transfer it to the spreadsheet when I'm home. I mean, that's just oh, efficiency. Okay. 
is. Um, you know you can get XL on your phone though, don't you? Yeah, but if you try using it, it's horrendous. No. That's why no, no. that's that's why Belinda broke up from Bill, apparently, because of the phone function of XL. It's just not up there. That's why How is that why, is it? <laughs> that's the secret reason that they won't tell you about in the papers. That's an exclusive, yeah. actually. Ah, um, to be fair, I'd yeah. divorce it that. Yeah, mate, I would. Um, so yeah, forty something billion. Didn't she walk away with? Did she? Wow. So. Fair play. Or a share of? I think it might, I'm sure it. It must have been a share of because I don't think they've got more than 148 billion. Have they not? So, uh, poor bastard. Well, no, <laughs> are they the richest man in the world at the moment, or is it? Um, nah, there's someone else. Not Elon Musk. It's Jeff. Jeffy Bezos. Jeff Bezos. That's it. Yes, Jeff, if you're listening, we could do have a sponsor. Yeah, Jeff, I think with your backing, Jeff, we could go viral. And we can help you out if you need it, to be fair. Yeah. I mean, Jeff, you could be a guest. We're, I'll give you a journal for free, even though you run my business from Amazon anyway. But I, I'll give you one for free. <laughs> well, you, you can help it. Hey, you're paying his bills at the end of the day. Yeah. So, Jeff, the reason you can listen to this on your Spotify subscription is because of the amount of money I've paid you. Um, yeah. So you owe, you owe me, Jeff. That's Zuckerberg, though, isn't it? No, no, it's not. Uh, Don't worry. Uh, no, you, you, too, too outdated for tech now, Cal. Beyond your, yeah, your ears. Episode two in the bank, Cal. What a, what a dream. I know. Number three next week. Ah, number three. And if you've got any topics that you want us to discuss or talk about, um, let us know. Anything for the Agony Uncles. Agony Uncle, here for you. Um, if you've got anything for the Agony Uncles, let us know. Um, and yeah, if you want to come on, be a guest. I mean, you don't have to be Jeff Bezos. You can be anyone. We would love to have you on to talk to um, and discuss about your day um, because we are both passionate about getting more men thinking, about getting more men talking about their mental health um, yeah. and just making men's mental health a, a normal conversation subject so that when people ask how you are, you give that honest answer. Yeah. And we'd also really appreciate people that can share the podcast on their yes. social media and help us promote like we're just starting out we'd love to reach more people um so please whenever you see locker room journal sean or myself share something on social media please also share it because that would help us massively yes definitely and if you want more from us throughout the week jump into the man thoughts group on facebook if you want to start your men's mental health journey we have got the locker room journal which is the sponsor of the podcast which is a fantastic way for men to start thinking about your mental health, start reflecting. It's full of questions, so you don't even have to think about what to ask yourself um, and it's the best way to begin your journey. So hit us up for any of that. Been a pleasure with you, Cal, or Hoggy, as I should Otherwise. say. I don't want to give away, you know, what use the showbiz name. <laughs> um, and, and we'll be back next week. Yes. Cheers, mate. Speak to you later.